Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, my name's Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, a.k.a. Mama Lou. All right, week two of reviewing the Kevinless albums. So if you haven't heard last week's, go back. And that was uh, the other album that I can Unbreakable album. Unbreakable. Uh, so this week we are going to talk about This Is Us, not the TV show, the album. I am so okay. confusing. The album was before the TV show, so it yes, shouldn't it be that confusing. The TV show stole it from them. So All right. the one where they're in front of a marquee. Yes, that's true. So again, this is four members. So Brian, Nick, AJ, and Howie. Kevin is still on his break at this time. So and we're reviewing this because of that tweet that did not include this album in it. Yes. yes. So Sophia was saying. Yes, uh, Unbreakable and This Is Us. If you're on Desert Island, which one would you choose? These two were not included because they're not technically full backstreet because Kevin was missing. Oh. All right, so from our lovely friends at Wikipedia, uh, This Is Us is the seventh studio album, the sixth in the U.S., from American pop group Backstreet Boys. It was their second and last album as a quartet. This album was a follow-up to Unbreakable from 2007, and it was released September 30th, 2009 in Japan, and October 5th, 2009 in the U.K., and October 6th in the U.S. Um, I don't know when we... I'm assuming we got it at the same time as the U.S., Canada's yeah. never included in these things. Um, on the album, the group has reunited with the previous collaborator and producer, Max Martin. That's Woo! why this is so much better. That is why right. this one is much better. Uh, he's responsible. Got the songs. Good. Bigger. He's responsible for the previous hit, I Want It That Way, um, with the intention to create their best record since their 1999 world hit album, Millennium. They worked with Ryan Tedder, Claude Kelly. From One Republic. Yes. Uh, Jim jo Johnson, Red One. Red One. One. Uh, Neo. That's, oh, I thought he was Red Wine. I yeah, it always sounds like red wine, right. but it's red wine. Yes, I red get wine. you. All okay. right, so uh, Neo, Brian Kennedy, Alex James, Pitbull. Yes, what? He was No wonder it's so good. Okay, guys. Like, Eddie Gallen, Rami Yacoub, wow. Christian London, and T-Pain, amongst others, for the album as well. Oh, that's the one that, oh, you're going to get that one. Yes, that's the one that so, I hate. That song is the worst song ever. Anyways, go ahead. The album debuted at number nine on the U.S. Billboard 200, making it their seventh top ten album following Un Unbreakable in 2007. Red One produced the album's lead single, Straight Through My Heart, which was released in <gasps> August, September, and reached number one in Taiwan, number three in Japan, five in Spain, uh, 19 in Canada, 72 in the UK, and 18 on the U.S. Hot Dance Club Songs chart. It was their final album under Jive, and their last album as a quartet until original member Kevin Richardson rejoined the band April 29th, 2012, and recording their new album in a world like this in 2013 on their 20th anniversary. Uh, so, yeah, so they did an interview with Extra. They said the album's called This Is Us. 
It, they described the album as a finely crafted R&B and pop album from four talented musicians who love what they do and who maintain the rare relevance in an industry that disposes of pop acts. The 11 songs that make up the album are the sounds of four skilled singers with a similar vision who have dealt with the trials and tribulations that accompany fame at an early age and who came out as one of the most successful groups of all time. It shows remarkable growth as songwriters and continues to give us songs that make millions smile. Um, May 1st, True. 2009, the Backstreet Boys management team expressed discontent with the fact that the four recorded songs had been leaked to the internet. In an interview, <laughs> AJ said that the group was PO'd that music had leaked, especially since extra care had been taken to keep the record secret. In the end, however, the group used the feedback from the leaks to help guide the direction of the album and even the song selection by comparing fan reviews to what producers thought about the songs. It was later revealed in 2011, the songs recorded for This, this Is Us were targeted by German hacker Dennis A., also known as DJ Stolen. In July 2010, the Rush <laughs> Law Firm <laughs> logged a criminal complaint against DJ Stolen for constantly placing hack songs on the internet. Among these songs listed in the complaint was one called Masquerade, described at the time Masquerade. as a new recording by the Backstreet Boys. Uh, regarding the collaboration with Red One, McLean remarked that it had been a largely a last-minute affair. Due to timing, the group was not able to make any recordings with the in-demand producer. However, near the album's turn-in date, Red One revealed that he had worked on three songs for the group and was more than willing to collaborate. It was also revealed that it had previously been five or six songs in the running for the lead single, although Kevin Borg production, titled PDA, was most likely to be released. However, Red One production felt like it was meant to be. One tether song, Shadows, which was co-written by McLean, was written for this album but failed to make it so simon cowell bought the song for leona lewis's second album echo but in the end it felt it was more suited for a boy band and it was featured on westlife's 10th album where we are it also had a tour all right very interesting so first single was straight through my heart which came out august 17th and the second single straight through was december 14th and February 1st in the AC. Okay. So let's jump into the songs, shall we? Okay, well, kicking us off is, as Sophia has aptly told us, straight through my heart. Uh, this was written by Nadir Kayat, Bilal Haji, Novel Junsi, AJ Junsi, Kinada Hamad, and it was produced by Red One. Thank you for reading all the people who wrote the I songs. apologize to anyone who has written a song and I mess up your name, like our poor buddy Dan Muckluck or whatever from the last album. So <laughs> there you go. Anyway, so uh, Straight Through My Heart, very upbeat and fun. That was like a vampire video. It's mm -hmm. a catchy song. You just want to like sing along. It was like, yeah, it's very dark, the video. And like, yeah, so... I feel like it was just they just missed the Twilight craze and we're like, oh, people like vampires. Let's on, do this. I think it was on brand with Twilight. I think it was like yes. kind of in the same window. Mm -hmm. yes. So, anyways, I very oh. much enjoy that song. Okay. So, that's good. We're good. Sophia? I can go. Okay. I also love this song. It's a lot of fun and easy to sing along to, and it's great in concert. That's so it. good. Uh, I 
I'm like, obviously a star. This one got a star. I said, love this one! The vampire music video was lols. Um, popular during the Twilight era. But this song is a banger. Uh, great beat. Uh, the, Nick was also featuring a buzz cut during this time. Not the greatest of haircuts, but it's alright. Uh, but yeah, like this song is just like straight to my heart, single bullet, and I'm married. Oh, oh, oh! Can't oh, stop the I do want to say one quick thing about love that. Love this though. one. Love, love, love. Yes, go ahead. That like was Diane's complaint in the other one about the clock thing. Um, a single bullet is not going to kill a vampire. That is, it's going to kill a werewolf. A silver I mean, bullet will kill a werewolf. Bullet, yeah. A stake through the heart will kill a vampire. But wasn't there mm. a the debate I remember at the time about what the lyric was because everyone sings it as single bullet, but I think it's same old bullet. Oh, I don't, you know what? Oh. Let me look it up, baby. That's, or, uh, that's interesting. That's the time. A wooden bullet, Chunzia, would kill a vampire. That's true. You know that. But mm. you don't have wooden bullets. So but I believe there fire. was a debate about the lyric, that, that particular lyric about the single bullet. I do recall this. Yes. Hold on. She's looking. She's scanning. Beep, 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 beep. All right. Straight through my heart, Backstreet Boys. Let's see what Genius.com says about the lyrics. Uh, straight through my heart, a single bullet got me. I can't stop the bleeding. Oh, oh. Okay, so it is the heart. She aimed and she shot me. I just can't believe it. Uh, now my cameras. Maybe it just sounded like be. something different. Maybe than, people yeah. thought it was same old bullet and then it was single bullet. I don't know. There was something like that. But it's like with precision, this bullet. I went do to remember the debate about that particular um, lyric. Yes. Um, I do recall. Yes. Anyways. Uh, Spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to um, our last album, um, I, our last our last album. <laughs> yes, we were quite uh, talented musicians. Um, Finally. Our last episode <laughs> is what I meant. Uh, we knew uh, what you meant. Okay. About the last album that Backstreet Boys released, which was Unbreakable. Um... Stop! It was a, it's a good album. This you know, one has so many bangers on this it. One, bangers this one has great songs so, as well. So much more my my personal taste in music. Um, yeah. I I remember when this song came out um, because keep in mind this was a very transitional period for for the Backstreet Boys and even for me, just like if you are similar in age for me, I feel like, so they kind of dropped off around 2002, 2003. Um, AJ went to rehab, like all that kind of stuff. Uh, they came back in 2005, but it was a very short lived kind of like a nice, it was the summer of 2005 and then they were gone again, you know? And then, um, like just not to be seen or heard of at all. And then Kevin left and then, you know, Unbreakable came out. And even at the time I was like, okay, like I'm glad they're back and I'm glad they're out here. But like, 
this is rough, you know? Uh Um, Plus, I mean, again, personally, I was going through, it was, it was formative years, so to speak, you know, uh, coming out of university, trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. Uh, you know, just in my, in your early twenties, you don't know what the heck you're doing. You're, you're, you finally finished in your late thirties. You don't know what the heck you're doing. You're shot into the real world and you're just like, what is this? You know, sometimes, sometimes you find the career you are looking for after college. Like I did. (laughs) Good job, buddy. Proud of you. Um, Because I work with children. I've been working with children now for 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. You have a mental breakdown in your mid 30s. That's so weird. Like the kids you were watching are now like graduating high school. Some have even graduated college. Wow, wow, Possibly, wow, wow. or starting university. Oh, yeah, because you like had that. school-age children, too. So. Yes. Children Sorry, really show the passage of time. Anyways, yes. when this came out, I think I was a l- little more settled in my life. Um, or at least I had a plan for where I thought my life would be going. Um, which I more or less... Um, and when this came out, when this, I remember uh, messaging my friend, Justina, and I'm like, they did it. They friggin' did it. I'm like, they're back. This is the shit we've been waiting for. Like, this is it. You know what I mean? Um, did not continue with this sound, but <laughs> we had a glorious time. You know, in 2009, end of 2009, 2010, where, like, this was their sound, and they were back, like, we're a boy band, we're going to sing pop songs, and they're going to be fun, and upbeat, and about love, and not just, like, misery, and it's, it was... I do agree with that, yes, I do agree. I was so excited, and I was like, they're back, and... I literally was like, everyone needs to know this. And I remember like being like, because Facebook was a new-ish thing. Yeah. Like posting about it on my Facebook page, being like, everyone needs to watch this video. And like, whatever. Yeah. I was super pumped for this album. And it's still like, it's in my top it might be my top three of their albums, of all their albums. If not top three, top four or five, for sure. It is a good album. makes the top ten. Well, there's only ten, isn't there? <laughs> yes. Uh, no, all right, let's good. start oh, yes. uh, with number two, I guess. All right, so <laughs> second up is another fan favorite of this group, Bigger. Uh, this one was written by Max Martin, uh, Shellback, Tiffany Amber, and it was produced by Max Martin and Shellback. So bigger. <laughs> Shellback! I don't know. People Thank have weird names. Max. Thank God. Okay. Uh, You're bigger, bigger so I wrote, than uh, me. La 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 la. La 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 la. So I got 
sing these songs, man. It's like, it brings back the memories of these great Classic. songs. Great song. I love this song. I love the video. The video, they're in Japan. Like, legit, the thing that stands out always is that man in his little birthday pajamas at the karaoke <laughs> yeah. bar with them, like, having a good time. Yeah. We find out in later years the boys didn't have any permits to film things, so almost got arrested a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, like... Oh good i i brian I really got like this, this song this brian got swine flu during this as well oh yeah i did so there you go all right so fear i also love this song so catchy la 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 how can you not sing along come on beautiful two, so yeah. two thumbs up go ahead all right I wrote, I'm like, this one's got to start, obviously. I'm like, the song is somber but amazing. The music video was filmed in Japan. They were in, like, a bunch of, like, I am, like, a super nerd. Um, hello. Like, hello. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge, like, hello. Everything about my life is nerd. So, anyway, so, like, when I was there in Japan, I'm like, I know these places. Like, they went to, like, a maid cafe. They went to Akihabara. They did karaoke. They did, um, they went to what's called Piss Alley, which is, sounds terrible but actually, but it's not a piss you don't alley. piss um, you don't piss there right no they it's like it's they call it piss alley because like, it looks like you know like one of those small alleys where like men would go to pee right but it's not it's like a big street super super small and it's just like all restaurants like like kind of like um like yakitori which is like meat on a stick and like like kind of like like street food yeah okay it's like so it's, it's like a japanese there? foodie paradise yeah cool yeah, that's fun oh my that's god fun so good so i was like oh, i remember japan i want to go back i love it i love it it was like the best um and then brian's red scarf was like really like captivating in that music video too because like he ended up giving his scarf to like somebody else there um Isn't an old it lady? just tells the story no it was like a young it was a young man oh, okay yeah. uh like a young yeah and it's just, it just kind of tells the story of being like open and vulnerable it's just like you know i suck but you're you're still bigger than me. I don't know. It's just like it just it's nice. It's such a nice song. Love, 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 star. Yeah, go ahead, D. Um, yes, this is is has been will probably continue to be one of my favorite Backstreet Boys songs. I love it. Um, and I know that even though it's a popular opinion on this podcast, it is not a popular opinion in the fandom. A lot of people do not like this song because they think it's really cheesy and the la 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 is a cop-out for writing like actual lyrics. That's Um, that's one of the funnest parts of the song. Don't shoot the messenger. These are not not my opinions. Sorry, it's not towards you. I'm just saying saying in general. Sorry, I'm just saying in general. But uh, I just finished saying one of my, I just think, yeah, the whole like meaning behind the song is so cute. Yeah. Uh, I think the video is adorable. I just think like, I remember telling people and like saying at the time, like, if you want to know why I'm a fan of the Backstreet Boys, then watch this video because just like their personalities really like shone through and um, I just think the song is so sweet. Yeah, it's just like, I have faults. I will admit them. And you are such a great person for like, you know, being with me and seeing me through, even though I am an idiot sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's why I think this song just always reminds me or makes me think of AJ and Rochelle. 
was mm -hmm. she with him at this time i don't know but it just seems like he was he was going I through all that so. rehab stuff and all the other like shenanigans that he's put up with and she's just like been his steady rock this entire time and i just mm -hmm. so that's why I'm like, sure I don't know. getting married around this time i think so yes yes so, i believe so yes like obviously everyone is singing but like even him was like you know i'm a liar often i'm like it just it just like makes me think that like yeah i i recognize that i'm a shithead at times but thank you for sticking by with me as it's not to steal your point that you're gonna make at some point okay. soon is that the, the first cruise was in 2010 wasn't it yes yes and then didn't you guys give him some yes we did give him that thing yeah so wasn't it 2011 and not 2010 because i wasn't there 2000 you were on the one yes that's right 2011 it was 2011 yes 2010 is the one that lydia and i went on oh this album came out in 2000 this came out that book in 2010 no 2011 because even if they got married in 2010 or 11 11 they would have been together at this. Yes, time. they would have been. That's true. At that yes. Time. Yes. So yeah, I definitely see it's a good fan theory, Chilzia, because the timing makes sense. Yes. Yes. All right, we good. Moving Here on. Thumbs all around. Thumbs up all yes. around. Mm. Star beside that one, baby. All right. So next up is Bye Bye Love, and that is written by Soul Shock and Carlin and Claude Kelly, and it is produced by Soul Soul Shock and Carlin. Um. I wrote, what did I write? I wrote, not to be confused with the other song called Bye Bye Love. Bye Bye Love, Bye Bye Happiness. Hello, Hello Emptiness. Yeah. yeah. So do not confuse the title there. Um, at the beginning, when this song started playing, I did not remember it. But by the time I hit the chorus, I was like, oh, yeah, I know this one. Um, and then I wrote, stay single. Why did I write stay single? Yeah, because that's like the main lyrics. Yeah. Okay. Yes, so there you go. Think we're better yeah. upon. Oh, yes. I don't want something, something. I don't know the rest. I think I want to stay single. Maybe we're better apart. I don't want to yes. that girl that only want to come back because some other guy broke her heart. So uh -huh. it's just like, you know what? I'm not going to be your like, yeah. rebound guy. I'm going to stay single and love myself. That's mm -hmm. right, baby. You do you. Yes. I also enjoy this song. It it's a fun one. I love, I actually enjoyed it in concert as well. This was fun. As, yes. So two thumbs up. I'm like, LOL, this song. It's like, yeah, the, the main line, I want to stay single. The beat and what it's saying is like totally hilarious. Like they do not match like at all. Like, cause you're just like, oh yeah, this is great. You're like, oh my God, this is terrible. It's like, it's like, it's like, you know, like, I can't do this, you piece of shit. You know, like, I well, just you're want finding you to die. out he's playing games. You know? I just wanted to die. Like, like, that's what it is. And you're like, you're like, yeah, yeah. And you're like, what the hell? Like, I was like, totally like, slapped in the face with this one because, like, I love the beat, but the, the message was just yikes, my guy. No way. I don't know. So, is that you don't like it? Well, it, it still doesn't have a star beside it. It was just more confusing than it. Oh, okay. And it's like, you're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's kind of Well, funny. maybe there's not enough upbeat songs about wanting to be single. Maybe that's mm. the problem. Okay, I guess so. Okay, I don't know. I guess so. All right, Dave, I kind of get a new kids vibe from this one, too. Maybe because they have another song called Single. Maybe that's why. I, I think you're mm -hmm. because new kids have a song called Single. Single. That's now in your head. Na, 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 na. Yeah, but it's it. that song is a very different song. Totally. Yes. yes um 
Um, also, new kids work a lot with red one, or they did at this time. So ah. maybe that's also um, my thoughts on. This. Is this the third single, or is if I knew then the third single? This is the third. That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> not the strongest choice for the third single, in my opinion. There are way, way better songs. Yeah. Um, but I do. This one's. It, it's a good song. It's. It's. You know. It fits with the theme of the album, you know, it's not my favorite. Uh, I have songs in this album that I love, and this is just a like. All right. All right. Fair. Fair. All right. Uh, track number four is All Your Life, brackets, You Need Love. This one is Red One and Charles Hinshaw Jr. It was produced by Red One. Um, so I was listening to this, and then suddenly the next song was playing. Sorry. I uh, I remember all these songs. Like, Sophia is our <laughs> lyrical guru here. Um, so I had to go back to this song because I was very excited about the next song. And then I was like, because I zoned out the first time, yeah. um, I had to replay it, and I wrote fun. You need love. Please don't take the way you are. Something like that. So I'm like literally looking at the lyrics, and I'm already confused about this song. Like I was looking when Diane was talking, and I was like, what? I'm like, I don't remember this song. And then I saw my note saying I had I zoned out. So clearly, I, this song is not that memorable to me. Apologies yeah. if it's your favorite, because I have no idea what song this is, so. I think this is also a fun song. I really enjoy it in concert. I think this one is the one where they had the umbrella with their uh, dancers. So they had they brought dancers back for this tour. Um, is and I Vegas or for the this is the this is that tour. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So they brought dancers back. Um, I think this I is the first tour I was seeing. I think this is the when I started going to shows again possible is this the one was there a boxing ring at one point that's no, unbreakable really and when howie was like doing his little salsa dancing to himself okay so i guess i started going into unbreakable okay there you go sorry sorry okay. to disrupt but i yeah i really i think this is a fun song easy to sing along to i like it um i wrote meh beat is okay but it's kind of boring so i kind of zoned out exactly what you did chen same yeah d uh yeah this is i mean it, it's not a bad song but it's a little bit cheesy uh, cheesy is good i enjoy cheesy again there's there's this album for me is just so good that uh this particular song falls near the bottom for me it's just there's nothing about it that really standed out stood out to me um it's good it's a it's a it's a fun kind of thing but it's just kind of you know it's just okay and therefore because there are for me because there are so many good songs this ends up at the bottom for me fair fair Yep. yep fair all right so next up on track number five if i knew then if i knew then what, what would I, I know, know now? now? I wouldn't have said I don't, I don't need, need you around. around. Alone God. in this bed, silence is so low. Yeah, would you do that, man? Baby, if I knew in, what I don't know. So, yeah, so this one is written by Kenneth Carlin, Kirsten Shack, 
Claude Kelly, and it is produced by Soul Shock and Carlin. Um, I literally, my only notes are love it. Like, I freaking love this song. I think yeah. it's great. It's great in concert. It's great to just randomly, like, put out, oh, fuck, if I knew then what I know now. Like, yes. you know, it's like a, it's a funny, meme thing. It's like a lot, like, it's just like, if I knew then what I like, you just sing now to dance along to this song. So, bam, this one definitely got a star as well because it's like, bam, good song, love it. I agree with everything you said. Two thumbs up, so good, easy to sing along to. It's a banger. Yeah, um, this one got a star. I'm like, this song is so good. The beat is sick. Uh, yeah. See. Uh, yeah. Like, in terms of the upbeat songs on this album, this one, I think, is probably the best. Um, like, I'd even put it before Straight Through My Heart. Like, uh, this is just such a good song. Um, yeah. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Um, Unanimous! Mm -hmm. All right. Next up, This Is Us. This is written by Jordan Omley, Michael Manny, Jane Sheffer, Frank Romano, and Howie D. Uh, it is produced by Jim Johnson, Jordan Omley, and Michael Manny. And I wrote, I could be the one. Da -na -na -na. So I don't know. I just wrote some lyrics. I like it. I think this is good. Obviously not as good as If I Knew Then, but... Uh, it does have some good parts in it. I really like this song as well. So uh, there you go. I love this song. It's one of my favorite songs on this album. Well done. I like this one. It's like the, this is us. This is us. They, they do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, and it's also the title of this whole album. So yeah, I, 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 I gave it like a... The thing is, with this album, there was too many stars, so then I had to award mini stars. So then I gave this a mini. <laughs> I gave this one. A I, yeah, I didn't get your star. star. Like, yeah, your star. Yeah, my star system. I got like big stars yeah. and then mini. So this got a mini star. It's good. I like it. So yeah, when it's mini star, it's like it's good, but not like a banger or like. Right. Yes, yeah, okay. yes. This I, just wanna, I just want to clarify, that's all. The first album I've ever awarded mini stars to, because I'm just like, because when I listened to the other one, I was like, oh my god, I hate this. And this one, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, oh, I like this, oh yeah. Yes, oh, yes, nice. yes, yes. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. All right, D? Yeah, I love this song. This is one of my favorite Backstreet Boys songs, like, on all albums. Um, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure I put this in our top 100 boy band song. Yes. Um, Probably, yes. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. It's just, oh. But again, I remember there was a lyrical debate because uh, the people in the UK, I guess because of their accent, thought that This Is Us sounded like the scissors. Oh, yes, I do recall this. And they were like, this is scissors, this is scissors. They're saying. This is us. Like, they're saying, this is us. And they're like, oh. They're not, this but is I guess us. it sounds like this is us. Yeah. A British, a British or whatever accent, it kind of sounds like that. Because then there's that, like, this is us, this is us, this is us, this is us, this is love. You know, this is us, this is us, this is us. Yeah, yeah. What are they saying? Yeah, I was very active in the in the uh, online British fan club. That was very entertaining no. at that time. I mean, I believe it was around this time that I started going on live daily and stuff like that. So I like oh, okay. knew 
I knew what the T was, you know, I knew what the, yes. what the other people were saying and it was just my opinion. Um, but I remember that also being like a funny thing that people were like, what the heck is this? And then yes. people were like holding up signs with scissors and things and I don't think they got it. Yeah, yeah they got it eventually in like the sound check. They're like, oh, we, f we found out that people think it's the scissors? People would bring scissors to concerts? Like, they'd make signs with pictures of scissors. Oh, okay. I was like, how the hell did they get scissors? No, no. I, like, they, you know, tinfoil yeah. and shit. Like, I don't know. That's cute. But it was like a thing. I remember. So then, yeah. so then I used to make fun of the song as well. Yes. Yeah. So oh, that was a big joke, like, in yes. late 2009, 2010, in the Backstreet community. That was quite the joke. Yes, that oh, I do. Oh, yes, nice it was good times. Thank you, thank you. All right, moving on. Uh, PDA. So this one is written by Prince P R I N T Z, Prince Board, and Marco Tex James, and it's produced by Prince Board. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, so um, I put some lyrics. I put, meet me at the club, the uh -huh. grocery, and the movies. <laughs> the, club, the restaurant, the grocery store, and the movie. Yes. So I'm just meet like, at the although it's catchy, it's also really cheesy, is what yeah. I put. Cheese is the bomb. Cheese is the bomb. Public displays of affection. You got them, they're pointing in our direction. You know, they wish they had it this way. They want a PDA. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. PDA. My hands all over your booty, whatever. I'm just yeah. like, yeah. it was just almost awkward to hear them sing some of these things. And I'm just yeah. like, are these so... things you would say? Is this one that's also Shorty is in this one? No, no. Shorty's in the no, other. No, that's a different one. Okay. That's She's a Dream. Yeah, so this one has like triple X movie screen, you know, like, you know, baby, let's see. Sugar so sweet, shoulda rot my teeth. Like, yeah, please stop. Please. Yeah, it's all cringe. Stop. It's awful. It's super cringy. But it's good though. It's good cringe. Okay, yeah. it is cringe, but this is Backstreet Boys. They're pure cheese, so I like this song. Uh, live, live in concert, it's great as well. So I don't know. I feel like it like picks it up a notch when you see it in the show true so. and concert is a little more entertaining to sing along yes. to but also it's still cheese so. yeah. absolutely hey i don't disagree i i like the song the the chorus the, the chorus was hilarious 98 degrees would probably do well singing this actually but i like it though it's good i it's think nick lachey, nick lachey could sing yeah, that yeah they're like the kings of cheese like like back <laughs> is not cheese like, i miss 98 degrees uh, that's only you. <laughs> you forgot to say. You forgot to say. There you go. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. You know how long it took me to figure out where that hurtful came from. Like I, no. just, I heard it. It was in Sweet Life on Deck, and it was like the the, ch the chubby friend. <laughs> hurtful. Like every time something. Oh, it's like uh. Good times. Oh, yes. Cute. All right, Dee, what's your thoughts? Yeah, there are two songs on this album that ruin it. Um, this is one of them. I can't, I can't take it. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so good. No, no. There's, there's bad that loops around to being good, and this is not it. 
So what you're saying is you wouldn't want a full album of songs like this. No, no. And I know I said like, oh yeah, let's let's lean into the like R and B theme, but this we leaned too far. We leaned too far. Reel it back a little. Um I feel like maybe they were trying to do a new kids thing too, because new kids came back in 2008 and they were doing like some of this stuff. And they were like, oh, we can do that. No, you can't. You weren't that band, okay? You were the good ones. You were the clean cut ones who everything was like, you know, you weren't in sync. You weren't O Town. You weren't 98 Degrees, okay? Yeah. And you weren't new kids on the block either. And. Mm. Just please don't. When Chinzia was reading the lyrics now, it's 2021. Okay, it's been like over 10 years, and still I'm like, oh, make it stop. And like, embarrassment. It's so yeah. bad. And well, they're embarrassed. They're embarrassed by if you want it to be good, girl, get yourself a bad boy. That is so bad it loops around to being good okay that is so bad so cringe that it's good this is just cringe this is just i hate it anyways here we are you don't want to hear this at the club the restaurant the grocery store no no the movies where the writer producer is best known for actually boys singing about someone's booty okay no it's weird no so the producer is best known for he's a grammy winning producer best known for his work with black eyed peas so that's more his um wheelhouse black eyed peas sing about their humps backstreet boys don't yeah fair fair Yes. Fair, All right. But moving along, uh, our next song is Masquerade. So Masquerade. this is a love parade. So this is written by Busby, Brian Kennedy, Alex James, and Antoine Collins. And it was produced by Brian Kennedy and Collins. So um, I just want to, since if you're watching us on YouTube, I just want to share a little thing about masquerade so sorry um is it story literally, time now literally my only notes are lydia on cruise so this yeah. is my okay yeah. so i I'm thought you're gonna, gonna yeah i'm not worst gonna start pictures. with that one though it's on. one of the you know what i have like the top two worst pictures of me of all time and this is like the number one okay number but i'm not showing that yet holding so that chick. we've used we've used this one right we've used one so, of these right this yeah. is how we dressed up for masquerade night so this is lydia looking all fierce with her like multiple feathers and she's got all the stuff there um she looks cute. I'm, she looks I'm cute. Wearing, i don't know why i have this depressed face i think i was really <laughs> fucking tired at that point so <laughs> there's me trying to smile because the, okay the dick parties are not till late okay guys they are not till like 11 30 midnight it was a long day we were tired but as you'll notice our uh masks have sticks because we got them from the dollar store ahead of time before we went and we added the feathers and shit when we got to florida um so lydia's like fuck that i don't want to carry a mask around although i think so you can see you can see that lydia is actually holding like not holding this and yet it's sticking to her head so you're like how i don't did we end up taking off the stick or no was or it you just sweaty? Like, so were you sweaty? The entire, like, deck you? party, Lydia has this stick, but she's like, fuck that shit. I'm not wearing this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put an elastic around my head. <laughs> elastic banner on my head. To keep it there. 
and it was like literally in a life bending over this is i guess nick wearing a mask looking like oh aj bald and weird um and then here's my yeah! favorite picture this is amazing all time. So as you can see, Lydia has a line across her head from this elastic band, even though I don't know how but she, if she had it on the mask. I honestly, I don't even know how you attached it without mm. it like showing. So, we Lydia have used this like, picture before for this outfit. Like, <laughs> like, like it's the end of the night her mascara's running she's oh my god and, and she's just like i've taken off my mask it's just like <laughs> that and then that's a close-up so yes obviously that was very painful and it was a tight elastic <laughs> but this is literally the best picture of all time and i love this picture and it's so fantastic she's like, what the it's so good it's my favorite Trying to think of mm. that uh, Oh, here's a nice, okay, here's a nice one with Lydia and Howie. Oh, Josh. I didn't realize he was on the cruises then. Okay. Not Papa Lou, the Josh. Uh, there's okay. our shirtless. If you would like to see a video of shirtless Nick Carter playing volleyball, this is a nice one of him. Wrap it up, wrap it up. He's, I know, uh, go ahead. Yes. Sorry, sorry. Anyways, he's there. So I'm going to stop sharing my screen. I'm, thought, yes. I'm just going to go right back so everyone has one last reminder of this face. <laughs> and now I will stop sharing the screen. It's the worst picture! That it is the best me. picture and it is fantastic. So anyways, that's my Masquerade. Chicken. Anyways, regardless, Masquerade is a good song. So now moving on to Sophia. Thank you, Sophia. No problem. It, it is a good song. I do remember them um, talking about uh, Fallen Angel possibly also being on the album. And they was like between Fallen Angel and Masquerade. And they chose Masquerade. But yes, uh, it is a good song. I l enjoy it. Lydia? I never heard Fallen Angel. I have no idea. Also have not, I have no idea what Fallen, Fallen Angel is. Fallen Angel is also good, but I under I could I saw why they chose Masquerade. Is that one of those like unreleased hidden songs that all the Backstreet Boys fans have that I've never heard of? Yes. Probably, yeah. Yeah. All right. For me, Masquerade, I'm like, I like this one. The chorus is bomb. This was playing during the Backstreet Boys cruise. Okay, so that was my note about the cruise, not the fucking picture show that you <laughs> That is legit see. my favorite. I love you, Lydia. You uh, it's like the worst picture of me of all time, and that's okay. That wow, that's an is... amazing photo, buddy. Come on. Worst. But yeah, enjoy it. helped come up with ideas for the cruise. They're like, oh, let's incorporate the album and put like... Yeah, yeah a theme no, night, no. So. no, I get it. It was a good, good song. Amazing yes. song. It got a mini star for me. Dee? Uh, yeah, at the time, I think this was one of my favorite songs of the album. I don't, I don't know if it's going to make the cut for me of my favorite, one of my favorite songs now, but at the time, it was definitely one of my favorites. Uh, quick, very quick story. Um, so this album came out late 2009. Early 2010, obviously, you know, we had it. Um, but also 2009 is around when I joined Twitter. And I think uh, it around late 2009, probably around when this album came out, is when, like, Nick joined Twitter and was, like, briefly on there doing a lot of stupid stuff, like yes. tweeting out his phone number and stuff. And... Nice. <laughs> Yeah. Did you call? No. I didn't. Ah! He very Sophia, did you call? 
No, he, it was very quick. Oh. It, he, he posted it, people started calling him, and then he deleted it. So you kind of oh. like had to be there. Oh. Um, but he did it more than once, which was the hilarious part. Because yeah. um, he didn't know how to know. DM at the time. Uh, anyways, Twitter uh, was hard to learn at first, apparently. So, so yeah. there was, so around my birthday, he happened, he was on Twitter, like replying to people. And so, again, me and my friend Justina, were, we were on Twitter, we're like, we're going to get Nick to reply to, to me for my birthday. He didn't. Um, and then uh, we were, it, it was my birthday and I was 25. And, you know, what did we do? We drove to a nightclub because that's what we did. Um, and we were, I remember we were listening to the song. We were like, this is our happy song. This is the best song ever and blah, blah, blah. And then I remember that then I was extremely drunk and I thought it would be a good idea driving home while we were again listening to the song. I was like, I'm going to tweet Nick right now. While you were driving? driving? I was extremely drunk and driving. Yeah, sure. I'm tweeting. No. No. Other people were driving the vehicle. Okay, thank you. Thank you for being responsible. (laughs) I do not know. We do not drive drunk. Uh, it was my birthday. I was not driving. Okay, so good, good. That's driving. good. I was the birthday person. Yes. Uh, Thank you for clarifying. Have been the birthday. No, that was 26. Sorry. Let me not get confused. Um, anyways, yes. And we were like, yeah. And I was like, let me tweet Nick. Like, drunk in the backseat of a car. Like, I'm gonna tell him what it is. And I'm like, I don't know what I was trying to do. But yeah, when I think of Masquerade, that's what I think of. Did he respond to that tweet? He did not. No, thank God. Um, I believe I might have deleted them. I I don't know. You guys aren't drinkers, really. Um, When you drunk text people, you know, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yes. Um, This is true. Kind of the same thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, I probably deleted them afterwards. Probably a smart thing. That's a, pr- a good idea. Writing, you know, you can imagine what 25-year-old drunk me was thinking at the time. Just let your imagination take you there. Um, so, yeah, pr- probably deleted them the next day. Good plan, good plan. <laughs> All right, so a lot of memories of Masquerade. So now we are moving on to <laughs> She's a Dream. Unfortunately, written by uh, Nick Carter, T. Payne, Howie D., Brian Littrell, A.J. McLean, and Dean Simmons, uh, produced by T. Payne and Mr. Pyro. Um, I don't let me just let me just read you really quick the opening Please. lyrics after the Please. O's and Yaz. Uh, Shorty ain't got cable. She ain't even got a radio. Way more than able. What kind of girl should I take her for? Um, yeah, so... This is a really dumb song and not the greatest. So I'm just going to move on to Sophia because Sophia really enjoys this song. Yes. This song is the worst song they've ever written. (laughs) This is my least favorite song. Wow. Shorty doesn't know who they are. What, have you been living under a rock? Like, what are you doing? Shorty don't know I'm a celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I believe Sophia told them it was the worst song they've ever written. Oh, I said this is because oh so I went to the um, 
New York. In New York City, it was called the High Room Ballroom or whatever it was. Highland Ballroom. Um, there you go. Something like that. Um, and uh, uh, someone was asking them, what is your least favorite song? And then I was in the front row and I was like, say she's a dream, say she's a dream. Um, and they're like, what, why you don't like she's a dream? And then at one point, AJ was like gonna pretend to like punch me. It was a it was a joke, um, and then as I was meeting them, I was like, "Sorry, Howie, that I said she's a dream is my least favorite song." And he's, um, I know you wrote it, and he's like, "Oh, I don't even recall that I wrote it." I'm like, "Okay, so don't Ouch. feel so bad." Ouch! Ouch! Howie so, has a habit of not remembering songs that he wrote. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so I didn't feel bad after that. Yes. Yeah. Lydia. So um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, she's a dream is just okay. The harmonies are kind of nice, but yeah, not a fan. Um, yeah, this is the other song that ruins the album. Mm. Um, I like to pretend this song doesn't exist. Same. Um, yeah, I don't even, I don't even really want to talk about it. It's that bad. Oh, All right. it's, like, it's embarrassingly bad. Yeah, it's a little, yeah, yeah. agreed. Trying um, to be cool, I guess. I feel like kind of like you know, like Doctor Evil. I'm this is the taka taka. one. This is uh, the yeah. one was on, and it, I know I again. I see what they were trying to do. We went too far. Yeah. We just we crossed the line. We shouldn't have crossed. Yeah. I think maybe afterwards they realized it. Uh, I do think they tried to save it uh, during the tour by putting some really like sexual dancing during it, but no, yeah. no. Now, um, get out of here. It's appropriate that the you know how they people put like acronyms for songs rather than typing out the thing. The acronym for this is sad. Yeah. Yes. All right. It's that makes sad. sense. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. Okay. So next is Shattered, written by Jordan Infinity. I'm so shattered. Squaff, Tyen TC Mac, Chad C Note Roper, Daryl Camper, produced by Emmanuel Caraco. Um, literally, all I have is meh. That is all I got for Shattered. It's like, there you go. I really like this song. It's so good. I think the, they sing very well. Go ahead, Lydia. I wrote down meh, not great, just okay. That's funny. That's funny. Again, uh, one of my favorite Backstreet Boys songs ever. I love it. I think it's gorgeous. I think it's amazing. Uh, I just, I like, I like everything about it. There's nothing I don't like. It is wow. beautiful. All right, let's. Wow. So we got a very polarizing opinion on this one. All yeah, right. Yeah, I agree. Um, and the last track of the standard Again, edition, "Chattered" is on our top 100 songs. Yes, songs because of me. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of songs on there. <laughs> so, yeah. The the non Backstreet Boys songs were added by me. Yes. Oh, look at that! That's one hundred. Our episode one hundred is our top one hundred songs. We also have a Spotify playlist with most of them on there. So go check that out. There's good songs okay. on there. Some hundred great there. songs. Mm -hmm. uh, anyways, very last song on the regular track listing is Undone. This is by Troy Johnson, Ryan Tedder, and Josh Hodge, and it was produced by Troy Johnson and Ryan Tedder. I also wrote meh. Like, it's okay. It's better than Shattered, I think. But I was just like, eh, we can be undone. That's pretty much what I got. Sophia? 
I love this song. It's really good in concert. I enjoyed it. Um, I was going to say. Live. I think it's great. Two thumbs up. It, yeah, this is an in concert. I know I've heard this in concert. It's like high pitched, sexy song played during concerts. I have Whoa. no idea what any of it's about. Something about pictures off the wall. I have no idea what's going on there. When we went to Vegas, I don't wanna uh, they sang that one you. at the residency. No, it's not that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we went to Vegas. They were singing the wrong thing, but they did perform it in Vegas. Okay. Oh, okay. You're talking to Yeah. Yeah, you're talking, that's inconsolable, my bed. Yes, I am. Yes, that I am. Um, I, yeah, I don't know how you think undone. How do you think undone is meh? That, this is like... Because I was rushing to record and I didn't have time to listen to it fully. No, yeah. First so, of all, Ryan Tedder is a genius. He's so like, good. Martin level good no, Max. He is. Level. Yeah. It's slow, though, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's not Max Martin, but he's like no. on that level. He's like g getting on that level. Like Ryan Tedder makes good songs. Mm -hmm. um, and, oh, this yeah? songs. and this is like arguably for me, one of their most like low key uh, sexiest songs. Like it's not overtly sexy, but it's just like the the music and the lyrics and like everything about it is just so uh it's so good it's so good it's just the ballads on this album are like chef beautiful um, <laughs> all right okay um okay so that's Wes. uh just giving you a quick update on the other one so the uk and the south korea had a bonus track called helpless featuring pitbull have you heard that I one i think Lydia? that's where i was that was, you know, when I said last album, there was a Pitbull song. I think it was this album. I think I mixed up my pages. Yeah, yes. I said, LOL, Pitbull comes in to save them. But it's like oil and water. They do not mix. Yeah, so I didn't listen to that song. No. Um, the Japanese had a bonus track called International Love, like L-U-V, mm -hmm. um, that the boys wrote. That's not International Love. That's another song. I'm assuming. Yeah, it's That's not good. good. That one is not okay. good. Uh, they also had a Straight Through the Heart remix. Uh, the tour bonus tracks, International Love, Helpless featuring Pitbull, On Without You. And on Without You, On Without You, No, I can't. And then there's some DVDs that have videos. Yeah, I have no idea, I have no idea what those songs are. Um, this Is Us debuted and peaked at number nine on the Billboard Top 200, 42,000 copies sold, making Backstreet Boys the first group to have its first seven charted albums in the top 10 of the charts since Sade. Uh, in the second week, Billboard reported the sales dropped by 79% to 8,000 units, and the album moved to number 64. It was present on the chart for five weeks as of june 2011 the album sold 98,000 copies in the u.s um and it debuted at number 39 on uk and i just want to say that it got pretty favorable reviews though um and then one of the reviews was that the album was more modern um the hooks were attention more attention grabbing than unbreakable the production was more modern than pandering compared to new kids on the block the block concluding the group sounded great for their age and they sound that they're at their peak which is no guarantee Ow. of a hit but it makes for a better album when they pr produced in quite a bit um and that they had praised them for bringing back their old teen pop sound with new producers and delivering with confident vocals 
Um, I agree with that review. Yeah, so one hundred percent. Yeah, so there's Same. some good stuff there. Agree. All right. So um, I know Lydia has to get off the thing, so we just want to go through That's our top uh, three. Top three. So I'm gonna go obviously bigger. Um, if I knew then, and then I have a check mark beside This Is Us, but I think I think I might go with Straight Through My Heart for that one. So yeah. This That's one is so tough because there's so many good songs to choose from. Um, but I think it will go undone if I knew then bigger. I'll go straight through my heart, bigger, and um, if I knew then, awarding mini stars to This Is Us, PDA, and Masquerade. I agree right. with your mini stars. Yeah, this See? is like, this, this is tough. This is like asking me to pick between your favorite child, like God. Um, <laughs> bigger has to be number one. Undone I only had Jesus. What? Well, not if you watch Lucifer. Mm, I true. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. I said God only had Jesus, but I guess I was proving okay, it wrong. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> bigger has to be number one. Undone has to be number two. Can I tie Shattered and This Is Us sure, at number buddy. three? Can of they be course you can. Of yes. course. Because they're both so good. There's a lot of good songs. It's mm -hmm. hard. It's, it's a very hard. good album. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was way better than Unbreakable. Yikes, my guy. This was just kiss. It's a great idea. Yes. If not for if not for PDA and She's a Dream, like this would be millennium level good. Mm. Fair, fair. Yeah. 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 Legit. They did a good job, and then maybe this is what enticed Kevin to come back. Who knows, guys? And I know, again, the people, there's going to be people, like, if you're a Backstreet Boys fan um, that loved Unbreakable, that this was just like, what is this? You know, that hate this album because they were fans of more like that style. But that's just Backstreet Boys fans, man. There's, like, such a diverse um, musical Everyone's within different the things. Yes. Yes. And oh, yeah, great album. Know, Good yes. job, everybody. Yeah, so there's a lot of people talking about these albums. I know Sarah at What Happens on the Backstreet wrote an article, and Rose wrote one on the dark side, I think is hers. So, yeah, so if you want to go look into it, or you know what, just check out these albums, give these albums some love, and then let us know what your favorite songs off the albums are. So, so just one last thing. Yes. Um, question. So do you think the reason why they're not um, playing any of the songs on the album is because they're not good, because Kevin is not on them? What do you think? Very Maybe quickly. they just ran out of space in their picture and didn't have space to put them. Because did they put all, all of the other albums or no? Yes. Okay, well, then I got nothing. So. I think it's Kevin Shade, personally, but whatever. But you Hello. guys, let us know in the comments. Yeah. yeah. Show some love. All right, thanks for taking a break with us, guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.